Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Season number 12 of the Old Barn Hockey Show continues now on Fox Sports 1460, iHeartRadio, Caps Radio 24-7, and also available on your mobile device via SoundCloud or iTunes podcasts. This is your favorite hockey show. The Bears, Capitals, the AHL, the NHL, and the Flyers and Pens, plus interviews with Bears head coach Spencer Carberry. Hosting the barn are the SCO man Frank Schofield, the PR director Brock Kirshner, the son of the Hall of Famer and former voice of the Bears J.D. Mathers, and producer Art Selby. Let's get this 30-minute power play started. Here's Frank. Old Barn Hockey Show. Welcome. As we enter into March, and the team continues to do well as they sit atop of the American Hockey League. I'm Frank Schofield. To my left, to your right, Mr. J.D. Mathers. Hello. And then to the right, to the left, Brock Kirshner. Oh. And then the fan of the Red Hot Flyers, Art Selby. Hey, boys. Uh, and let's just get right to this. On the phone with us right now, head coach here, Hershey Bears, Spencer Carberry. Spencer, welcome to the Old Barn Hockey Show. Hey, guys. Hey, uh, I, I know you're busy. I appreciate you coming on for a couple minutes. I, I just want to touch base with you on a, on a couple topics that relate to the Bears. You certainly have this team uh, moving in the right direction. Anything going on different? Can you First of all, can you just reflect about how the team's been playing lately, not including last night? <laughs> uh, we've, we've strung some uh, consistency together, I think, um, for the most part, playing – Playing, playing well at the right time of year. And now we get a couple um, guys added back into the lineup up front, which changes things a little bit. So that's going to take a bit of time. But um, I'd say overall, we've played well late. Talk about the addition of, of losing juice and adding Sprung. Certainly, from what I saw on Saturday night, he made an assist that was just off the chains with that pass back. But that's certainly the kind of moves that Hershey hasn't seen in many years. Yeah, his... Um, I mean, he showed it to us right away on Saturday night of what he's capable of doing offensively, which um, maybe for lack of a better term is just a game changer that can make those type of plays individually, something out of nothing, beat a guy one-on-one, find an option like on that goal specifically that no one else thinks he's going to make. Yeah, no, it was a great assist. Was this a deal that was made that you really felt that losing juice, that gaining sprung – was you were getting far more out of losing juice? Like you knew you were going to win on this deal. I, I think that's a hard. I, I'll tell you this: it's, it's better than us losing juice and getting nothing in return. Obviously, right. captain, captain, obvious. But that I think um, helps a lot because if, if juice would have went to Anaheim and, and a player or a body didn't come back, I mean that's a, a significant hole, and it's, and it still is. But now we've added. Um, something that maybe we have lacked over the last few years of um, we've got a couple but now it gives us another guy that 
can break a game open on a stick. Yeah. Now, you can certainly see how he opens up things for a lot of areas, and it was something that, you know, the team that kind of really needed, you know, to take that next level through the playoffs. You've, you've kind of played Sprung on two different lines. Are you just playing around, trying to figure out where he fits, or are you pretty much know what you're going to do with him down, down the road here? No, we're looking for options. I, I didn't think. I thought Saturday night worked out really well. Um, but it was also off of a few isolated plays. I, I didn't think on Saturday, oh gosh, the chemistry on that line was incredible. I thought there was a couple of real good plays. He, he gets the one out of midair, um, and then the play, obviously, the one that you were alluding to. But then last night, we moved it around. I didn't think that line was very effective early. Right. Um, so then we just moved it around. So that'll be a work in progress, trying to find what type of balance we want, who's the centerman, all that stuff. How, how did Scarbosa feel about playing with him there tonight? Did you get any reaction from him if he felt an uptick, or did he feel any different, or what were, what were his thoughts on the input? Uh, I haven't talked to him specifically about playing with Sprunger on Saturday, but I can tell you from watching his games from both nights, and to be expected, that second in a back-to-back is tough, coming right. back and having not played in over a month. Um, first night, you got a lot of adrenaline, things are going in the right direction then you have a short turnaround you play 18 hours later and then there's a significant um drop off just mentally and physically right hey in the game yesterday last night on sunday first of all sundays sundays are always tough games i think for players for fans for for people working i think it's always a tough especially when it's a late start like like it is as that game was progressing, and obviously they came in, they certainly came in ready to play. Did you ever consider pulling the goalie and making a goaltender change during that game? Yeah, I thought about it. Um, but once we started to come back, so once it went 4-1, I, um, you know, it doesn't look like a good situation, but I, I thought there was some, okay, we're going to push here, we're going to push, then... Um, we do push and we get that game to 4-3 where I thought that game was very winnable in regulation. Right. 4-3, we score that face-off play goal. And then um, um, just a lull. And that's something um, we're going to talk about. The shifts after goals for us, for what, for whatever reason, I know it's getting a little bit technical inside the game, but shifts after goals are so important to carry over momentum. And, and twice last night we just on after we score the 2-1 goal, which to me, we, we got to get that figured out. That's happened way too often this yeah. year where we lose momentum after you score a goal. You should parlay that into, okay, now another shift and another shift, and we've got all this momentum, and we're take a step forward, take a step back, and that's what I thought we did last night. Do you feel, like obviously you feel from the team, you're sitting well, you have playoffs coming up, you got past the trade deadline, you're really looking like in a good position, and everybody in the league knows you're, that you're one of the top teams. Do you feel the increased attention from the fans, the focus from the staff? Do you feel everybody kind of going like, all right, we have something here. This 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 is something that we can ride into the playoffs and have a good shot at. I feel it um, not so much from outside, but from inside, from our guys, um, that, you, that you can tell they've got a confidence and a swagger and, a, and yeah. um, like a belief about – what this group is capable of. Um, and now it's, it's important that now we just continue to focus and, and we don't lose sight of the fact that, yeah, that's great. That we've done a lot of good things. Things look great. We look like a good team. We, we're confident. 
but now now the work needs to still be put in on a on a daily basis and there's no complacency because as you saw yesterday there's the rest of the way in whenever we've got 15 16 games I've told the guys like get ready to play Hartford on Friday night yeah it, it wants to want like <laughs> they are going to be um on all cylinders same thing with Providence and you're going to play Charlotte and then like it's just this time of year there's so much at stake for individual players and teams that you're just going to get max and, uh, every time the puck drops. And, and and when you look at the March schedule, it is not really a traditional schedule. You got a Sunday game, and then you got two Wednesdays and a Tuesday game. I mean, it's not a traditional schedule for how you're finishing up. No, and this this is a tough. So we get this three and three. It's our last three and three of the year on the road against um, two teams that are obviously phenomenal teams. So we've got them. And then um, uh, an awkward sort of trip where we go Charlotte and Cleveland. So there's some bus flights in there. Um, right. But, yeah, that's part of the league. Okay. All right, Spence, thank you very much for joining us. I appreciate your time today, and we'll chat soon. We'll see you next Monday. No problem. Thanks, guys. Yep, see ya. That's Spencer Carberry, head coach of your Hershey Bears. And that Bears club, you know, when I looked at that team on Saturday night, guys, uh, I thought the team played well. Last night I just didn't think, think, think they played well. I don't think they had any – there was nothing in that two, tank at all. Two, two different teams played. Yeah, and I got to tell you something. Let me just get this off my chest. I think I know where this is going. And I Yeah. When this team is not playing well, you have to be able to say, hey, the team isn't playing well. I'm really getting tired of the bloggers and everyone else going, hey, you know, well, the puck didn't go our way. Well, the other team did this and that. And it's just like, how about we take some responsibility and onus of the club that they didn't play well. They didn't show up. Is that where you thought I was going to go? Yeah, and I, and I'll take it a step further. And this is nothing against Spencer Carberry, but for me, I'm, I'm tired of all these guys, bloggers, thinking they're part of the team yeah. and they they need to say positive things to get their press pass or something like that. It's ridiculous. I'm a little old school, and when it's four one, I make the goalie change. How about it, right? Just me. And by the way, I tweeted that out, and not one person responded to oh, me. Oh, really? See, and I'm like, I saw it. Frank. I'm not on. I'm like, yeah, I'm how, not on during the game. How did you not? But, well, how about why not after two nothing, two shots, two goals? Right. Yeah. Just to... And, you know, I asked him that, and I know I could pr- – I've talked to him – I've talked yeah. to Spencer <laughs> about that a million times, about pulling the goaltender. We know his thoughts, but – He's not going to do it. Right. He's not going to do it. For me, at 4-1, He's going to one, let, he's gonna let the goalie own it, and he's going to let the goalie sit mm-hmm. on it. And he. I think it's part of it, he doesn't want to embarrass the goalie. Yeah, and mental stuff. But you know what I say? We get it. How much is Copley making? How <laughs> right. much is Copley Over making? Over a million. Over a million dollars yeah. playing in Hershey, Pennsylvania – and we're worried about his feelings? I'm old school. I make the pull. I would have pulled him after the second goal. And try to go for the game, right? Yeah. Now, And I get Spencer's thing. He said, well, we got back in at 4-3. I get that. You get the two goals and you get back in it. But it was 4-1. Yeah. Bam. I would have looked down there and said, get your stuff. Even if you pull him out and then during between the second and third intermission, put, back in. put yeah. Copley back in, settle him down, give your team a, a different view, a different look. Something. I agree. It just drives me nuts. <laughs> I go nuts up there in the club section, JD. Frank, I'm behind you on that one. I yeah. think they should have. He had two two opportunities to do it. Like I, said, I would have done it. Yeah. Two shots, two goals. Okay, let's get a change. And you're right. Put him back in at the start of the second period, or whatever. Just something to say, hey, yeah, hey, this isn't acceptable. But it sends this a bigger, is not acceptable. It sends a bigger message to the club, to the players, yeah, to the absolutely. skaters. Gets them to wake up a little bit earlier than you've the seen third it many period. times. But my bigger point was, like I said, 
when this team isn't playing well, let's just say they're not playing well. Let's not say, oh, it's the ref's fault. Oh, it's the other team, you know, got lucky. They got good bounces. Come on. Oh, we didn't play well. <laughs> come on, we not, right? We did not play it well yesterday. drives me nuts. Yeah, They did good. come back nice, and that's good, but they no, it wasn't a but good game. let me purely say, I think adding Sprong was a game changer. Well, especially since we have Nardella. Bobby Nardella is right. stepping up, and he can play the power play, which was Christian's, you know, the, yeah, let's face it, the offensive defense. A great without, move. With, without Nardella, that move would have hurt. And, yeah. what are, and what are we really doing with losing Juso? I mean, there are guys, while he is a point machine, we, we'll be okay. We, yeah. we, we are deep on, you know, with our depth on defense, so that's fine, you know. But his offensive ability... Yes, we lost that, but we just gained exactly what we needed on the on yep. the front end. Hershey so. hasn't seen a guy like that in a while. It's a good move. It's a great move. Yeah, Daniel Sprung. Who's, he's only 22 years old. Boy, you look at that. I mean, Who? Sprung? Yeah. He's that young? You remember? Because he was the kid. He was an 18. He has to be older than that. I don't think so. Look he's him up. He's been in the league forever, hasn't he, Brock? I think he's 23. Maybe 23. Brock's going to look it up. Go Because he's one of those kids. He was an 18-year-old, and the Penguins kept him. Oh, uh, okay. It kept him, and that first year, how old? 22. He's 22. Look at you, J.D. He's only 22 years old. They kept him that rookie year um, out of training camp, and they should have sent him back to juniors. And he played, how many years? Did he, how many games did he play that first year for the Penguins? 15? Uh, 18. 18 games, and he couldn't come to Wilkes-Barre, and he went down to juniors again, and he, he was just messed up. So he lost a couple years of his development. But did you notice all the – all the time and space that we had on Saturday night. Yes, like, it, it was everywhere. It felt like, it felt like a men's league game. It felt like this game yeah, that was like Hershey it, was that dominant. You're right. It and was it, a men's league game. It was just it was running gun the whole night. I was like, look at this. Well, and they were, they were uh, taking some different types of shots on uh, Mr. DeSmith, and they were uh, finding the back of the net. Oh yeah. Well, they were getting him to move also. Right. They were doing a deke. He was at least five feet out a couple of times. Uh, he was just out of position. Very similar, a deke, and then I back should the say other out way. of position. I should say he was pulled out, chasing or maneuvering, and then got, you know, tethered in that way. But this Sprong deal is a it's a sweet deal for us. I love it. It, it and it really we thought we had a deep running team before. JD, this certainly changes. This oh. certainly says okay. Start buying your playoff tickets yeah, now. This Start kid. planning now. Don't bring in the circus now in May, J.D. Don't bring them in. No <laughs> yes. elephants, no fell, no, no the... Ringling Brothers circus, okay? Well, there is no more circus, is there? Uh, no, there's none. No. Okay, well, that's good. No. Then. And that would have been announced by now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, bringing Strong in, we've said all along, there's no game breaker. He is a game breaker. He can change a game in a single... And 25-second shift. And the one thing against Sprong that everyone says is he doesn't play a lot of defense. For us right now, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Now, well, we have enough solid talent that's very good-based yeah. that we'll be okay. By the way, what was what was the Sigenthaler move that was done last week? Was that just a paper deal? Just a yeah. paper. So he Just if, a move. He didn't have to clear waivers, so right. they can put him on our clear day list, and if they get knocked out, he'll play for us. So that's, that's why that was done. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, okay, I like that. That's what we were hoping they would do with Boyd, but, but Boyd had to clear waivers. They didn't waivers. do that. Yeah. He, had, he would have had to clear waivers. Yeah. The only guy they had in the roster was Sigenthaler, who they. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office, more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. 
In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Could send down for the day and call, you know, send him down, call him back up. He's on our clear day list so he can play in the playoffs. Let's talk about the Kessie incident last Tuesday. Since we haven't been on the air since then, certainly one of the mo- most memorable moments, I think, in Giant Center for the wrong reasons, but certainly a moment that um, caught a lot of attention, caught national exposure attention from the media, caught uh, a lot of exposure locally, as we saw, you know, the referees, Bobby Goodman, you know, Andy Gold, a bunch of people that really had to go into action in a tough situation and respond with the highest level of accountability and responsibility. And, you know, I talked to Andy Gould about it last night a little bit. It all goes to Goodman. Goodman was the leader in the pack. Goodman's not on that ice. That's a different situation. A hundred percent. I got to say, I had like a perfect view of, of Goodman and what he was doing right away. And he's immediately checking that airway and trying to clear it to make sure that he can breathe and listening to make sure he is breathing. Right. Goodman, a hundred percent changed the entire outlook of, of what we have today. And certainly, I can't remember another moment like that. J.D., even in Hershey Park Arena days, can you? No, never. Never saw anything that scary. I'll tell you what, though. I was surprised about the calling the game conversation. He was fine. They got him off the ice okay. Everything was smooth. I was surprised there was a conversation about calling the game. That took way too long. Uh, I I gotta I have to disagree because as a fan I know how traumatic it was. For, but he was for us fine. They announced he was fine. I get that, but the players themselves they were they were really worked up. I know Shepard was in the back hallway, absolutely a mess, and Carolina was very upset because Shepard was upset as he was. So I can't even imagine what was happening on the Bears side of things. JD, I just thought it was odd. Um. I don't think there there it should have been in the conversation to call the game. Um, right, I, they got I him really off. Really, don't. He's off the ice. He was, you know, he was. They're talking to him alert. as he's going off. It's, it's not like the Jay Bowmeister where the guy has a heart attack and stops. Heart breathing. attack's different. You right. know, um, I understand. If he was if he was hauled off the ice unconscious, correct. I, I I see it, but you know, I mean, everybody said the last thing he said off the. Uh, being wheeled off the ice and was obviously, go get him, guys. I guess we're not going to double think questions that are going on during that situation, but I guess we are. <laughs> no, but I think I think the the way the reason they came back is because he said that. That yeah. absolutely. That, yeah. That, yeah. No, that, that if he goes off without anything, I I have no problem. And the reason they didn't call the game was because they you know they, they you know Charlotte to Hershey they you know make that game up later on. It's expensive for one thing. And the only other option I think that they were considering. What do, you, what do you do with that? You go to the time, don't you? Yeah. You don't replay the whole game. I, no, you just go to the time. What they were thinking of doing was having two games on Sunday. We would have started at two o'clock and played a game and from the score, that point the score, on. All stats have been reinserted. Yeah. And then start this. You know, they would have they would have had a two o'clock game, and then a five o'clock start. They would have. They had, said uh, Andy told me that Andy Gould, the uh, honorable dentist, Doctor Andy Gould, he said that once Bobby Bobby was the first one there, obviously. And he said, when everyone else started coming in, like Andy and the uh, Louie and all the all the other guys, the trainers and all that, they said Goodman was in full control the whole time, and everybody was very much on the same page of exactly what was doing. But it was really Bobby Goodman that was really the tone, the pace, no panic, bam, 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 and that was that was what led to the success of of working on him. One hundred percent. Yeah. 
Um, so this team in well, a good place. Okay, you got to finish up the game. The game though. What we game? go from that low. What game? Oh, Tuesday. Yeah. To a hat trick. Yeah. You know, and, and his. You know, he's coming back from injury. How awesome! You know, that was just amazing um, to go from that low. We we needed that high. Yeah, it absolutely, uh, and it charged everybody back up. And yeah, I I got like like the way that kid plays too. He's a smart hockey player. Yep. How are you feeling about the Capitals right now? I think they're going to be all right. I still think they're. You still think they're hurting there somewhere? I think they're still hurting on defense. Right. I still. You know, you know, Dylan's a good pickup, but I, I don't know if they made him any better. I mean, they, you know. Um, oh, they loved him for the fight. Made him yeah. tougher, yeah. Makes him tougher, but I, way, I don't know if he plays well enough with, you know, you need somebody to play with Carlson. Does the Kessie incident in Hershey change the national outlook of fighting? Absolutely. It, so Hershey will now be known as the thing that's really looked at. It absolutely for the Hers- has for to. You know, first of all, it's no longer. Because it made national attention. It was all over the place. But here's one thing. One thing is it should no longer, it should be no longer a two extra two minutes if you remove your helmet knowingly. I mean, that, that should be like a 10-game suspension if you pull your helmet off before a fight instead of two minutes. Do you think fighting will be gone from the game soon? Abs- yes. How long? Two years. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I, yep. I do not agree. Um, but you think I, fighting will stay in the game? I think it will stay, but I also agree that the, the whole How can, helmet off thing, it, it's that's tough. because I've, I've said this a million times on this show. How can the National Hockey League fight all this concussion incident? All these well, lawsuits, everything, but allow fighting to continue Bettman as part says, of the game. Batman says there's no correlation. If, <laughs> if you if you watch, it's a guy punching a head. If you watch Ice Guardians, you can look at the stats and see that, according to their statistics, that more of the head injuries come from hits and not. Oh no, fighting. more do, but let's okay. Let's but let's, it's still let's, a let's punch to the up, head. I let's get just that. back up to Tuesday. Yeah, let's just back up. to so Tuesday. So if I'm a lawyer, please, I love this. If but, I'm a lawyer defending someone that got hurt in a concussion, I'm like, thank God that there's fighting. Fighting, yeah. fighting's still allowed. By, rem- yep. by removing their helmets, two things. First of all, if if he keeps his helmet on, first of all, he doesn't get knocked out by the punch because it hits his visor. And he doesn't get knocked out. He doesn't fall down. He got two concussions. He two, got concussed two when he got punched. Two traumatic head injuries and he in three seconds. he hit that ice yeah. hard. Yep. If a helmet's on, it doesn't happen. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't happen. I agree, dude. He doesn't get knocked out by the punch because yeah. it's it, it hits him in the visor. I agree on that. And trust me, I am torn with it. I love enforcement of the game without referees. I think that's the best. But I'll tell you, you ask the guys that have CTE or that have gone through the fighting, like every single one of them says, I'd do it all again. Yeah. I'd do it I all again. I love the drama. Because there, there is no drama in the game anymore, Yeah, Jimmy. but unfortunately, we can't ask the ones who uh, can't I answer. We uh, can't ask Wade Belak if he would do it again. Uh, true. Or, you know, uh, Bugard. Yep. The Philadelphia Flyers are 8-2 and two in their last 10 games. Unbelievable how they're eight playing. 8-2. and two. Over some pretty nice teams. That, that team continues... To just get it done. I love it. You know what I'd like to see, Frank? What? Philadelphia, Toronto. With, with this, this, <sighs> this room here would be a mess. <laughs> Hart. Brock. Oof. It'd be Brian. over in about four games. See, and this, this, this is where I'm conflicted. Obviously, you know, we'll be known forever as the Zamboni game, which now they're going to institute a rule and change the, the rules Possible. about the backup goaltender. Possible. I, li- I like the drama of what happened. That's great. Absolutely. But the, they, Leafs, the if, Leafs have come back and, and beat some pretty tough teams in the last two games. Played well now. Yeah. I, I, 
more power to them. I, you know, a week and a half ago, yeah, you could put a fork in them. Oh, my, I was know. done. Now you can put the fork in Florida. I, I had a vacation in uh, Europe getting the coronavirus. I, I was out of here, man. I mean, and that was like the feel-good story of, of the year until Bobby Ryan. Yeah. And that's oh, a hat trick in his return. Good. Yeah, that was a feel-good as well. And certainly, you know, and, and good for him. Yeah. Good for everything that's happening Good here. for the fans in Ottawa, too. I mean, they responded tremendously. I mean, when you look at what's going on in the league, the Leafs are just sitting right above the wild card. I mean, they could pop out pretty easily. But, no, the wild card the, the Flyers, Florida. But it's Florida. Florida's the only team that can – those two wild card teams can't pass. Uh, what do you mean? The, Le- the Leafs can fall out and go – the Leafs only have 78 only, points. But only Florida can knock them, right? No, any team can knock them. No, they can't. They're in third place in the Atlantic. Correct. The fourth place team is Florida. No, the fourth place team. No, any wild card team can be, take them out. No. They're in third place. Right, in the Atlantic. And the first place okay. wild card team is the New York Islanders. Who are not in the Atlantic and they can't knock out Toronto. Yeah, they, it's got to be in the same division. Yeah, only oh, Florida. Only Florida can knock them out. And Florida losing five in a row has... How did I not know that? You did. You just had a bad moment. Did I not know that? You knew that. You knew that. You're just having a brain fart. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess I messed up there, didn't I? No. It's okay, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Here I thought I was... Com- you yeah. know, you're right. You are right. I did yeah. know that. You knew that. Yeah, they, they're... No, there it is. It's a lot of numbers on the page. It's okay. There it is, because when the wild card team goes up... <laughs> Oh, yeah. That is the only way it could happen. <sighs> well, it's a Monday. I'll let the, it's always a Monday. I'll let the bloggers eat on that for a while. <laughs> I can see Matt Trust's tweet uh, right now. Oh, <laughs> him. I just want him to get the uh, lineups right so when you fold the lineup in half, the Bears are on one side and the other team's on the other side. If you split it equally in half, it goes right up the numbers of the Bears' side. Oh, sorry. Oh, that's awful. Well, you, that's what I do. but Just don't fold it quite the same, Frank. Oh, is that the way we should do it? That's what you should do. Mm. Uneven. Um, all right, what else is going on, Brock? How much time do we have left? Lundquist. Yeah, how about that, the way that's ending? Finished. It's tough. Buyout. Very tough. Did they do it yet? They didn't give a no. buyout yet. No, no, no. Well, they, can't, well, they, they might have if uh, Shesterkin hadn't gotten hurt. Right, in the car well, you can't, accident. You can't buy him out in the middle of the season, but I'm pretty sure that even because even if he retires, they still get the cap. You know, they still have to. They still take the hit. Yeah, they still take the hit. So I think they'll buy him out and spread it out over what three? He's got one year left, so he's got a three year payout. Because honestly, he's not a good backup goaltender. Nope. Playing, I mean, and you saw that in the Flyers game on on. That's right. On oh, Sunday. He, I felt bad. He was yeah. exposed. Yeah. Yep. And you can just tell he hasn't played in a while, and you exactly. can just tell that it wasn't where you need to be. What's the future for him, though? What does he do? He's done. He's retired. He's uh, you don't think he'll go anywhere? You don't think anyone will get The only place he would go would be back to Sweden, to Frölunda or somewhere. I don't think he can play in the NHL. I th- think he's done. Does Bruce Boudreau coach again in the NHL? No. Ian Hartley or How about Vaughn. Hitchcock? Does Hitchcock come back? No. Why does Boudreau get pop but Bobby Wood stays? Well, they didn't have very simple dollars. By firing Boudreau, they still have to pay him. They they upped Everson, and I don't think they called anybody else up, so it didn't cost. I thought that was fun. That was interesting. When, no, when that's, that all that's, that's all money. They, they 
the the reason I was surprised they fired him was again was money, but they want to know if Everson can be a head coach. Okay. And I think Everson and Woods are tied pretty close too, aren't they? They they've been together. Have they not? As I don't assist, as assistants. Sure. I, I was just I just knew the history between Boudreaux and Woods, and that's yeah. that's all I was saying. But Everson was there in in Washington too. Brock, what's your make of uh, Giant Center? I see nothing but sold out crowds on a regular basis lately. Like every game is packed now. You noticed? Not last night. Well, last night. Well, 8,700, well, 8, whatever last night. But but yeah, it's been ten five. You can 10, tell the four, focus 10. is definitely jammed on this team. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, we see that always happens. You know, when the team's playing well, hard hard to get a ticket. Hard it's to nice it. to see that the P that the fans are responding to the play of the team because mm-hmm. it was it, it was they imperative. Have. I feel it. Oh no, it was imperative that that happened because they have to get a new group of fans and to make and the I, move for Sprong. When uh, was that done? When, when was the last time that we've made Tom a deal? Gilbert. How long ago was that? Four that, years. Yeah, that's got to be a while ago. I like Four Gilbert. I like oh, Gilbert, yeah. by the way. That was Gilbert and Copley coming back, wasn't it? The same year. That's the same. I believe so. Yeah. I like Gilbert. We needed him at the right time and. He was certainly a oh, good no. player. He, he played great for us, but that's the last one I remember. Mm. Yeah, I mean something that we really needed versus yeah, something that we versus needed something that the Caps were and doing. Something that worked. Brock, <laughs> ne- next live show, sixteenth of March. Sixteenth of March, we'll announce our players. Then final uh, old barn hockey show at live at the Bears Den, and we're looking forward to, to that happening as well. All right, that's it. Thank you everybody for listening. This is the old barn hockey show. Brock, JD, everybody, Art. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Go Bears. Kick back and relax with a beautiful view at Bridgeview Bed and Breakfast. Nestled along the Susquehanna River, observe wildlife, birds, and a splendid panoramic view, including the world-famous Rockville Bridge. Get away from it all while visiting Central Pennsylvania for a Bears game. Stay at the Bridgeview Bed and Breakfast, 810 South Main Street, Marysville. Call 957-2438 or visit bridgeviewbnb.com. Put some adventure in your life with a good book from Covert Maker Books. I like reading biographies and historical books, but you'll find over 100,000 books in all genres. Check out the local author section and now even bigger back room. If you can't find what you're looking for in Covert Maker Books' large organized inventory, just ask Michelle like I do. Used, rare, hardbacks, and paperbacks. Covert Maker Books has them all and you won't be disappointed. Covert Maker Books on Routes 11 and 15 across from the Enola Train Yard or online at CovertMaker.com. Gabby and I just picked up some new Lionel Easy Track to expand our layout. If you want to get started in this great family hobby, see my guy, Brian's Model Trains. Brian has complete train sets for beginner to expert, including top-of-the-line models in various sizes and beautiful train books and DVDs. Stop by and pick up supplies to keep your hobby going throughout the winter. Start a wonderful new family tradition with Brian's Model Trains. Now in their 18th year, visit them on Main Street in Myerstown. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.